Praise God, everybody. Glory to God. We're starting our second um, reflection on inner healing. If you didn't watch the first one, I invite you to go back and watch the first one. Um, I just kind of diving into this. Um, basically, what I'm sharing came to me in prayer and journaling um, in my journey of life thus far and my processing my own brokenness with the Holy Spirit and with God. Um, it's been awesome and uh, very freeing and empowering. And I pray that you can not just use this for yourself, but you can teach others and share it with others, that they can begin a journey. A lot of people haven't even begun the process because our world's so noisy. Um, so many people like pull eject when the Holy Spirit brings a memory up or pull eject when something happens, there's a wound. Um, and pulling eject doesn't mean you're just running from it. It means how you're processing and dealing with it in a Christ-like way or in an ungodly way. Um, you know, we have, we're in a battle um, against principalities and powers, world rulers of darkness. You know, the Holy Spirit's on our side. God the Father's on our side. Jesus is on our side. We're in this world just a short time, and our decision to follow Jesus or not will determine whether or not we are with Him forever in heaven. And I think sometimes in our little lackadaisical, you know, every everything's the same, we just love everyone, be nice to everyone, which... You know, I'm all about respecting and honoring, but I'm not about just uh, pretending that Jesus is not the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And maybe your version of Jesus needs adjusted. Maybe you don't have a biblical version of Jesus. Maybe your version of Jesus or the Father, I should say, your version of the Father, which Jesus came to reveal, because we need visual, we need correction of our of our sight. We need we, original sin attempts to abolish fatherhood and original sin attempts to eradicate our need for the father by encouraging us to perform and do life without God. And so Jesus came into the world as a divine optometrist to correct our vision of the father. And when you know the father, as the father has been revealed by Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit will fellowship with your human spirit and you'll begin to heal just by putting yourself in the truth and agreeing with the authority of God, the eternal word of God, you're going to start healing immediately. Just by saying, Jesus is Lord, the Holy Spirit already is starting to move in me right now. So Holy Spirit, just come in power as we continue this reflection. Bless all those watching. Bless all those praying with us here, reflecting on this journey of life. I pray that hearts and minds be opened by watching this, that you experience uh, downloads from heaven um, upgrades in, in faith in the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray for a Holy Ghost supersized um, encounter with your love. And I pray this through Mary's intercession, St. Joseph, the Holy Family. I pray our guardian angels. I ask the holy angels of heaven to begin to minister right now that God highlights for you and I. He highlights things that I'm sharing in a prophetic sense that you take them into your prayer and not let the enemy just grab hold of that seed that the Lord will sow through me, that you, you take it and you let it, let it take root and grow in you. Amen. So, uh, how we handle painful moments in our life will determine whether or not we allow the fear of God, holy fear, or the fear of enemy to take hold of us. How you handle painful moments in your life, which we all have, 
will determine whether or not you allow godly fear, awe and wonder. Father, you're with me. See, that's holy fear. Abba, Father, thank you. Lord, that hurt, but thank you, Father, you're with me. So you're saying, God, I'm resetting my life on God. My firm foundation is God. I'm not shifty sand where like, if, if I don't turn to the Father, well, where am I turning? You know, you're probably turning to some, something to numb the pain. Um, food, drink, sex, drugs, shopping, eating, gossiping, lying, cheating, stealing, uh, you name it. You fill in your blanks. Well, what are you substituting um, in your life for God? What's your favorite go-to sin that you run from the Lord? Um, rather than holy on wonder, we, we let fear the uh, the enemy's fear to take unholy fear to take hold of us. Um, so if the fear of the enemy is allowed, remember the word is allowed. You have a free will. Again, in our younger years, we're more vulnerable because we don't process as well, and we don't always have adults that help us to process well, um, whether it be our parents, friends, or family. But but what I want you guys to understand is. Um, when the fear of the enemy takes hold of us, we will suffer from unholy anger as well. Toward ourselves, we'll blame ourselves like, what did I do wrong? Something's wrong with me. See, because the lie says, the lie says, you're not good enough to receive love as you are. So I digest that. The fear is, well, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? And then what happens is, is you get angry and self-hatred starts to be manifest, self-rejection. And you're, you perpetuate it by performing and pushing yourself, pushing yourself, pushing yourself with this performance mindset to basically drive yourself to be more and more miserable. And that hate and anger towards self perpetuates performance mindsets. Um, and that happens in a spiritual life as well. Like, I gotta, I'm not good enough. I got to do better. And, and that doesn't mean we don't grow morally. As we let the Holy Spirit love us, our moral life will change. We'll, we'll, we'll grow a holy virtues. But if you try to change without the Holy Spirit and you push yourself and perform and drive yourself, you know, that's living life without God as an orphan mindset. And that will lead to what? That will lead to anxiety, fear, stress, and ultimately more pain and suffering, which will lead to a need to numb your pain more with unholy behaviors, okay? So um, don't let the fear of the enemy grab hold of you. How do you avoid that? Hijack it. Go to the Holy Spirit. Short circuit the enemy. Father, I praise you. We run to the Father immediately, okay? Um, for example, if a lie comes to us and calls um, our being loved into question, so that every lie calls God's love for you into question. You know deep down, deeper than your mind can even reach, your spirit knows how you're created to be loved unconditionally, okay? The lie of the enemy will always call God's fatherhood and love for you into question, suspicions. We become masters of suspicion of God, which leaves you in a limbo state, sort of like where you're kind of like uncertain and you're undecided and you're kind of like pushed around and bullied by the enemy so quickly and easily when you're in that state. Okay, so, um, so a lie comes to us and calls our being loved by God into question. And I know that sounds kind of basic, but it really is that. Um, every lie. So depending on whether we believe the lie or not, we will run to the Father or not. 
um, we will wonder and flirt with the idea that maybe we aren't loved. Kind of what I was saying. We start flirting with this idea. What's wrong with me? Or we attack the other. They did this to me. They did that to me. They, 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 or your spouse, right? You, you guys find it. You point fingers at everyone except, Holy Spirit, how do you want to heal me? Um, others are inviting you to healing. That doesn't validate people's behavior when it was wrong, but it's not going to heal you to attack others or attack yourself. Come to the Lord. So depend on whether we believe the lie or not, we're going to run to the Father or we're going to flirt with the idea that we're not loved and the enemy's going to have a field day with us. Because the enemy can operate in our lives when we believe these lies. It's kind of like the more areas of darkness in me that aren't filled with the light of God and my identity, I'm not standing in my identity, I'm not on firm foundation, on shifty sand, the enemy's going to have a field day because the winds will come, the floods will come, and they'll bowl over your house. Um, and you will fall greatly, and great will be the fall, as Scripture says. But you stand on the truth of the gospel and the Lord. You return to your identity, Abba, Father. The Spirit groans within us, Abba, Father. We need to get in that habit, like in, make an act of faith, like when we're hurt, Abba, Father. Call out to your Father. But if you don't believe you have a Father that's good, you know, good, good Father, right? If you don't believe the Father's good, and that he's going to help you, you won't call out to him. But you'll run to all other people and all other things, and eventually you're going to wear out. Okay, we cannot live without love as we cannot live physically without oxygen. So the reason we have fear when we're not loved, if we believe that lie, so if we're lied to and we believe, oh my gosh, love's now become a condition that I have to meet these conditions to be loved, fear's going to come up because it would be like, I can't, if I can't breathe, like fear comes up, like anxiety. Um, and so our bodies need oxygen, our souls need love. You can't have peace without love. Just like your body will be distressed and stressed more without oxygen as your heart and your whole physical organs and entity will be. Okay, so we can't live without love. We can't live physically without oxygen. Okay, so this fear will be birthed into a dark anger. Unholy fear. So you have the lie, you have the pain and the lie, the wound, the wound, boom. You have then, right after that, if you digest the lie, you have unholy fear, which leads to unholy dark anger. Now, if you have the lie, the pain, and the wound, and you cry out with holy fear and awe and wonder to God, then you're now going to be reset because you're, you're, you're focused on the Father, and you're telling Him about what's going on, and you're sharing it with Him. And that's going to lead to not the holy fear on wonder it's going to also lead to not dark anger but holy anger you're going to attack the enemy not yourself or others you're going to attack the enemy because if we're attacking others we're playing right into the enemy's plans we're praying we're playing right into the tactic of satan when we attack ourselves or each other i mean that's his game divide and conquer but if we're mature in the holy spirit we're going to recognize, okay, the devil's working here and here and here, and we need to turn to prayer and fasting. We need to turn to the Lord. We need to call on the name of the Lord. We need to go to our Father in prayer and secret. But see, if we don't believe the Father's going to help, then we're going to go back to our driver's seat, and we're going to want to do it our way and drive life the way we want to drive it, which is a dead end. You're going to run out of gas eventually. Okay, so... Um, 
this fear is going to birth this dark anger that's going to manifest as a self um a self-hatred as i shared or it'll be directed toward others and those that hurt us right we're going to we're going to be attacking them or attacking ourselves okay um, again, I'm just reading from my journal here, so I'm reflecting with you guys on this and kind of extrapolating, okay? So it'll it'll be directed toward attacking those who've hurt us. Uh, why is this? Because the lie that we've digested didn't bring, um, didn't bring to Christ, what did I hear? This is because the lie that we have digested and didn't bring to Christ has redefined love as a condition. So you have to have now, like the enemy's lies will always put a condition on love, whereas God's love is unconditional. I know it sounds real basic, but in all honesty, all our problems are rooted in whether we believe in unconditional godly love or the worldly broken love of this world, the flesh, and the devil's ideas. Which is why Adam and Eve hid themselves when they believed the lies of the enemy. So when, when Adam and Eve were conversing with Satan, big mistake number one, don't talk to the devil, which... In our heads, if we're believing lies, we are talking to the devil. And that always will lead to death, um, fear, anger, and attacking self and others. And that always just compounds the situation, makes it worse. As I said, complicates the process of healing. And we run out of fuel eventually and despair if we don't turn to the Lord, which is, that's why people sadly take their lives at times, because they don't turn to the Lord. They keep turning themselves or the things of the world and we need to be as disciples of Jesus, reaching out and be like, hey, turn to Jesus, turn to Jesus, point people to Christ, pray with them for healing. Um, you don't want to throw gas on the fire that they're in this cycle of destruction. Okay, so this is, um, so why is this, you know, again, as I said, this because we've, we have this conditional understanding of love. It's why we attack each other or attack the enemy. You know, like attacking your spouse, your co-workers, family, friends, even your, even other, any human being you attack, you're, you're playing in Satan's playground. Okay, so, so this is because the lies we've digested, again, give us that conditional understanding of love. If we are not getting love from a person, then there must be something wrong with me and I need to change. That's the lie, right? So if this person doesn't love me, there's something wrong with me. So I have self-hate. Or... You know, screw that person. What's wrong with them? We attack, attack, attack. Okay. Okay, so therefore, I'm not accepting myself under God's standards of how God loves me. Because I've let the enemy redefine a standard of love. And I now have a condition on myself and I have to perform. Or they have to perform better. So it's either I perform better and I'm angry at me or they perform better and I'm angry at them. Okay. None of that's of God. Okay, so then there must be something wrong with me. I need to change. Therefore, I'm not accepting myself under God's standard, but I have allowed the lies to cause me to perform in order to be loved since love isn't an option for survival. I need to perform or else. So I have to perform. I have to perform. So again, like remember oxygen deprivation? We want oxygen, right? Or love deprivation? We want love. So... We're doing everything we can to get it from everyone except the Lord. Um, this is how self-hatred operates when a lie is in place. So it's kind of like a file. The devil just, 
he wants us to take the virus, like, like a computer virus. He puts the virus in, the computer starts to use a lot of resources to, to deal with that lie or that virus. Same thing in us. When the lie gets settled in our mind, a mindset, or in our hearts, the enemy don't have to do anything. He sits back and eats popcorn and watches us self-destruct. Okay? So when we suffer from this performance-based understanding of love, that conditional of I have to perform right, or they have to perform right, when we suffer from this um, um, understanding of love, we have a lot of pain um, from the self-hatred and rejection of self and others, um, which leads to a need to find some sort of coping that's unholy often, right? The world, devil loves running commercials. The devil will run tons of commercials, you know, Right here, he'll run commercials on your phone, he'll run commercials on your, uh, your, your computers, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, da 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 on and on and on. I mean, just watch any news channel. Everyone's attacking everyone. It's like the devil's like eating popcorn. Like, yeah, this is great. It's really working. And why is that? Because we're not turned to the Lord. We're turned to each other. And we bought into the life conditional love. And we don't believe love will satisfy us. We have to feel like this sense of like, I have to. Rather than turn to the Father, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. We surrender to the, to the Father's love for us, and we have peace and joy, not because somebody did what we want them to do, or we did what we think we need to do, but we receive peace and joy and love because Abba Father loves me as I am, and He knows I'm doing the best I can, and He's going to provide for me, okay? So, again, what is your substitute? What's your false god? What, what is it that you turn to or use as a way of escaping or leading others when they're trying to escape to the Lord? Um, you know, that false compassion where we're not bringing people to the Lord or just um, not helping them to move in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we often wonder why these things are operating in our lives, but we don't see the deep-seated lies that are running within us, this self-destruct file, this virus that got in. And we need to stop and delete the file. But if I can't see it, I can't delete it. And if I don't pray, I won't see it. Okay? So, I'm going to stop there, um, and we'll pick it up in the next video. So, Lord, thank you for what you're showing here. I hope this helps and blesses you guys. Um, I know it's a lot of things to think through, but take it into your prayer. Hit pause, stop, chew on it, journal it out. Uh, may the Lord bless you with anointing of the Holy Spirit, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.